0: Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramic Studio, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at Fifty Seven, The Sky and Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffitt Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. It
1: is great to be back, and it was great to have had an eight-day vacation. Such a great time, and it was great for the uh, mental health as well. But it's back to business now. Back to bringing you great conversations with artists from the Sioux Empire. And today, we hear from actor Grace Jeldon, and then singer Allegra Seckley. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday. A.K.A. Weekend Eve
0: Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here
1: So long hump day and your frumpy way We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty We can't wait for Friday So a day early, we start the party <laughs> The time of day, the location, and what you might be doing all might determine what you're drinking. But whatever it is, lift that glass or mug or whatever it may be high to toast my friend Jason Fitzer. He's been on the show a few times. Now, just over a year ago, he was on to talk about taking his photography full time, taking that leap of faith, you know, and uh, it has worked out well for him. And it's also meant that he's been on the road a lot, been to a lot of shows. That's what's made him successful. But guess what? Now he's going to have his own place right here, starting his own gallery. Serendipity Studio Gallery and Gifts is opening in the Shriver Square on Phillips Avenue in downtown Sioux Falls. Congrats to you, Jason. You are a great example of how hard work pays off. To you, my friend. The weekend eve toast is brought to you by the Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun, and that is best had with friends. Have fun playing darts, shooting pool, listening to great live music from local musicians, thinking you're a great singer by doing karaoke, and I tell you what—if you happen to need extra room to hold a company party or maybe a benefit, the Sky's back room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the Sky, it's local and it's lively. Honorable Mention, Mention. Mention. what made dave smile laugh guffaw well all of the above this past week to improv falls their halloween show last friday was an absolute gutbuster. buster uh, they continue to bring it in every one of their shows but the way that they tied in the halloween theme to their sets shall we say eerily spooky anyway fun times. Uh, If you've never seen them before, you owe it to yourself to catch them. Uh, Watch Facebook. Uh, They typically are trying to have like a show a month. Okay. But there we go. Honorable mention this week to Improv Falls. Coming up later in the show, we hear from singer Allegra Seckley. But up next, actor Grace Jeldon. On the Dave Holly Hour.
0: Check out the new ceramics studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics, inside Oscar's mini storage. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes, special open studio nights, and completed ready to purchase items. Bisque, studio time, or painting parties are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in person today or email TJS Ceramics at gmail.com for more details.
1: Broadcast Theater presents The Deer and the Antelope Play, Friday, November 17th, Saturday the 18th, at the History Club of Sioux Falls. Shows both nights at 7. It's a story of an East Texas family, a mother, daughter, and grandmother who face tragedy and assorted misfortunes head on with the help of a strange young woman, a possible ex-hooker who defines herself as one who drinks from the well of life in big gulps. Tickets only $20, available on Eventbrite or at the door. Are you an artist? Need some funding to further your art? There's a great opportunity for you through a Sioux Falls Arts Council program. The Artist Microgrant program gives away several micro grants to local artists, no matter what art discipline you're in. Unlike more traditional grants, a micro grant is very easy to apply for. Go to artssouefalls.org. If you haven't done so yet, create a listing on the artist directory, which is beneficial in its own way. Then go to the Artist Microgrants page and apply online. The process is simple. Find out more about the Sioux Falls Arts Council as well online at artssouefalls.org.
2: Support the Dave Hawley Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup at DaveHawleyHour.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Yes, I have to say it. It's, it's part of my routine now. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment, and even more so of a pleasure to have a first-time guest on. That's the case today. As we speak with actor Grace Jeldon, <laughs> how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? Oh,
1: I am fine and dandy, dandy and fine all together you know do it forward and backward it just it it works uh and uh, you and I got to know each other a little bit uh well not quite a full year ago now but it was way back in uh January and February as we happened to be in a premier playhouse premier premieres show and so we were both cast in that and of course you know just camaraderie amongst the cast and everything it's like oh what a great gal and uh you been doing anything since then, he asked sarcastically?
2: <laughs> a couple of projects.
1: <laughs> you have been a busy lady. Yes. Yes. Oh, my. Let's see. Uh, so you name them in order. I've got um, a good part of them in my head, but it's just like I can't keep up with you.
2: So since the premiere premieres, I have done, um, at long last, Leo mm-hmm. at Mighty Course and Art Players. Right. And then I helped out with the Penguin Project through the Premier Playhouse mm-hmm. over the summer. And then I was in the Little Mermaid right. again with the Premier Playhouse. And now I'm working on the Deer and Antelope play with Broadcast Theater.
1: Okay, broadcast. Yeah. So you're hitting them all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what has been the most fun part for you this past year then?
2: Oh, that's. Because you've
1: done so much
2: honestly getting to know the community better and just mm-hmm. getting to make so many friends and become part of such a big family
1: yeah uh and what's uh, great is you are one of those uh, you went to usd mm-hmm. and you had uh, from at least the looks of it on your social stuff and so forth it looks like you had a pretty good career there yeah uh and did a lot in the theater department and now you're out and about doing it here and we're so thankful for it but uh, i i have to say that uh, In The Little Mermaid, that was a killer role for you.
2: See, and that's very different from the roles I normally
1: play. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why it was.
2: Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I know that, you know, quite often when we ask questions about that, that uh, people will say that they like to act out of character
2: yeah it was it was a fun challenge um that was only the second time I've ever played a villain before. Uh-huh. Um, my casting type is usually kind of the more like funky quirky side characters right. um, and like very much ensemble type stuff. so it was it was fun to kind of play around with like being a slinky mm-hmm. slimy villain for a change. <laughs>
1: What's it going to be like, and uh, give us a little bit of a hint as to what you're going to be doing here with uh, the broadcast theater spot? Then,
2: so the Deer and the Antelope play is a play about four women. Their names are Eleanor, Carol, Kennetta, and Mindy. And Mindy and Carol, um, they're mother and daughter. I'm playing Mindy, the daughter. And their house just burnt down, so they go to live with Eleanor, who is Mindy's grandma. And um, Eleanor takes on a border, and that's Kinetta. And the play is kind of about them getting to know each other better and kind of moving forward from a tragedy like that.
1: You are really getting around, though, in terms of the, the different theater companies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so who have you not uh, been in yet that you wish to be?
2: Oh, um... I think Bear Bodkins. Oh. I do yeah. love Duke Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Mm-hmm.
1: And always a, a good thing that they do. Uh, you know, Jaina always puts together a great show no matter what. And uh, when it comes to the Shakespeare in the park, um, I I love the fact that they do it in the park. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that's the name Bear Bodkins. Get back to the old style of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, everybody playing several parts Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what is the one that you would like to play if it ever came up?
2: Oh, gosh. Hmm. I would say either Luciana in A Comedy of Errors mm-hmm. or Isabella in Measure for Measure.
1: Oh, ooh, mm-hmm. Measure for Measure. That's not one that comes up very often.
2: It's not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I love it. It's great to play, but, you know, you just don't hear that one a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, my whole Shakespeare career included uh, being a constable in Much Ado About Nothing.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: And some other part, too, that I played. Because like you say, when it's coming to Shakespeare, you're going to be doing more than one thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's always, you know, and I just thought of this the other day, too. I mean, I think about it often, but just the other day, it really hit me. Why is it that Shakespeare, hundreds of years later, everything still applies to what we're all going through?
2: I think that's just part of the human condition. Yeah. A lot of these feelings are universal. Um, He was just such a great writer that he, uh, yes, there's a disconnect, obviously, but from our modern language to his language back then. But the themes he was talking about and kind of the relationships he built and the characters he built all still have relevancies today.
1: Right. And and just the way that uh, you talk about the language, it's not so much a barrier. It just takes a little bit to get into the groove. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Absolutely. In, in many ways, it's like poetry, which mm-hmm. he also wrote, you know, <laughs> novels, poetry. The man just always had a pen in his hand, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine him if he would have had a word processor now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hundreds and thousands oh, of words, yeah. probably. Uh, so let's start from the beginning, then. What got you into acting?
2: So I started my, like, journey within the arts, I started taking piano lessons in second grade. Okay. And then I did some, like, church choir type stuff. Right. And... Um, I think it was towards the end of fourth grade. My sister was in high school in Vermilion and they had posters up for the auditions for Oklahoma at the Vermilion Community Theater. My sister was like, hey, you should audition for that. I think that's something you'd really enjoy because I loved singing and music so much. But Mm -hmm. I remember I was like, no, like, I think I would get such bad stage fright. Like, that just sounds terrifying. But then um, my mom brought it up to my piano teacher, and she was like, no, I really think you should try that, Grace. So I auditioned, and uh, I was in the children's ensemble, okay. and we were in two numbers the whole show, the Farmer and the Cowman <laughs> and the Finale in Bows. Yeah. Um, but I just loved every second of it. I was acting my little heart out in the very back, sitting on a hay bale for Farmer and the Cowman.
1: So it started but, off in a musical journey for you first, mm-hmm. then. Absolutely. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, did you have to move on? You know, because if you take uh, piano at, at second grade, do you have to be in fifth grade and be in the band?
2: Um, so Vermilion doesn't start band until middle school, but yes, ah, I was okay. in band. You were in
1: band. Mm-hmm. All right. And what instrument did you play there?
2: Alto saxophone. Alto
1: sax. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Like jazz?
2: Oh yeah, I oh, love jazz
1: bands. Oh yes, Big I did too. Jazz yeah, <laughs> I did too. All right, and uh, so what's the challenge to you when it comes to getting into character? How do you how do you like to build on that and really delve into them?
2: It really depends on the character. Different characters require different things. Right. Um, like for a Shakespeare character, there's a fair amount of research that goes into mm. it, just because. Um, You know, our society is structured so differently from then. I kind of have to look into, okay, what What was was this person's role in society? Mm -hmm. And a lot of just language research into what are the words they're using? You know, are they addressing people formally or informally? All these moving components. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas like Mindy right now, um, the character I'm playing in the deer and antelope play, that's a more modern play. And there are definitely similarities between Mindy and I. So it's kind of... You know, how do I get into character, but also safely get myself out of character so I'm not dealing with too much emotional turmoil?
1: Yeah, because I know sometimes people get into a character and they'll be into it hours before they take the stage. Oh, yeah. They're working on it that hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you one of those? Or no, do you, I am not a method you, you gotta, actor. <laughs> you got to chill out with something first. And mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what, what's the go-to song if you're listening to something before you go into the uh, the warm-ups with everybody else?
2: Again, it really depends on the All show the and the character. Okay. <laughs> for Mindy, it'll probably be some Alanis Morissette. Uh-huh. Um, the show takes place in the 90s, and Mindy is definitely experiencing some emotional turmoil, so I think Alanis is perfect for that. Um, for, like, um, playing uh, Jetsum in Little Mermaid, we just had, like, Broadway show tunes blasting because that's (laughs) you kind of have to get to that like heightened super physical musical comedy space for that.
1: Uh, What was it that uh, you decided to just keep going after college then?
2: Um, Well, Were
1: were you looking to get into theater full time? Are you looking to get into it full time somewhere?
2: So no. For the longest time, my biggest dream was to be like Just an actress, you know, Mm -hmm. pay the bills with acting. But towards the end of my senior year at USD, we did this thing called Showcase. And what that was, was we sent like reels of ourselves doing like songs and monologues and stuff to agents in New York, um, Chicago and L.A. And just kind of getting the feedback on like what the industry is like at the time, Mm -hmm. like the professional industry, I just think it just wasn't the right fit for me, and that's why I love the theater scene here in Sioux Falls so much, is it's, it's just a big community, like we're a big family, it's not... You know super competitive because right. we all are trying to pay our bills you yeah. know we do it because we love each other and we love what we do
1: yeah one of the things that, that we talk about so often on this program is uh, we say it's collaboration not competition
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean everybody wants obviously to, to have some income and so forth coming in but uh if you love what you're doing you're just having a good time regardless and it, it shows uh and uh, even as you talk more in the broad uh scope of everybody that's involved I think there is not a community that shows it better than this community.
2: Yeah, it's a really unique place here, and I'm really, really loving it.
1: And it's so fun to uh, see, you know, having grown up in Northwest Iowa and coming up here, this is, you know, the big city. uh, And while the the city has grown, the arts and entertainment scene has exploded, especially the last decade or two. Mm -hmm. And it's been so great to watch it. and it's been so great to see How many people of all ages are getting into it? You know, and it's uh, it's fun as I sit here and and take a look at you, you know, not all that far removed from college and what you're wanting to do in it and realizing that, you know, the dream of being a full time entertainer, actor, uh, singer, visual artist or whatever isn't for you. And I applaud you for that, for knowing that, because I I think that makes it even more special for you Mm -hmm. anytime you do take the stage. Uh, So what uh, are you like as a director? Because you did direct something this year.
2: Oh, I uh, was an assistant choreographer. Assistant choreographer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I not were a like... <laughs> director. <laughs> I directed a 10-minute play in high school, and that is my only directing experience. Okay,
1: I'm glad I asked that, and uh, I don't uh, do like a ton of homework on people mm-hmm. when it comes to being on this show because I like it to be real. And uh, but it did make me think then of you know in terms of the other things in theater. Because obviously when you go to a college uh, and you're majoring in theater, just taking a bunch of theater, you have to basically learn every aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so most people have told me about, oh, I did this and I did that, you know, and a lot of technical different things. So you've helped out with choreography. Mm -hmm. But uh, is there one particular part of theater that you've thought, I'm not going to be on stage, but I wouldn't mind doing that. What would that be?
2: Probably either props or costumes. Okay. But I also, I have done a little bit of stage management, Mm -hmm.
1: and
2: I did enjoy that as well. Yeah. So Uh,
1: Let's uh, go back a little bit uh, to last, well, I I want to say last year. I mean, we still have a couple months left. (laughs) But uh, earlier this year, uh, Mighty Course and Art Players. And long last, Leo, I thought it was just a, a fantastic, fantastic production. Um, that was uh, probably a little more intense than everything you've been in uh, since, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And how was that uh, in a small theater, uh, relatively small cast, but just, uh, you know, hard-hitting, intense all the way through? Were you exhausted at the end of a show?
2: Um, Not particularly. I would say musicals are the most exhausting shows to do because they're just so demanding like right. when I did Young Frankenstein last <laughs> fall I I was like swaying on two feet after every show that was a chaotic show where I was just running around the whole time but um, I would say yeah there's definitely a bit of an emotionally draining aspect right. to shows like that um, so again it's one of those things you really kind of have to set up a self-care routine for after a show of, okay, you know, I just did this really intense emotional thing for an hour and a half, two hours. How am I going to bring myself back down?
1: Right. And then you have to go up and uh, greet uh, the audience yes. uh, and so forth. Mm-hmm. So by the time you finally get to sit down, what's your relaxation?
2: Um, Usually having like a glass of wine uh-huh. or if, we do go out with the cast some sort of drink and just kind of finding a good laugh, you know,
1: uh, and, uh, sadly, uh, you know, mighty course and art players recently lost a a dandy, Mm -hmm. uh, in Brian Shipper. And, uh, what did you learn from Brian and everybody else that for the most part are big MCAP veterans?
2: I learned that the experience of, Bringing the show together is absolutely as important as the product. Um, being in a tight cast like that, you just really become a family, and it's an incredible support system.
1: What's the uh, play or musical that you would love to be in that haven't yet?
2: Mm. Um, probably something rotten.
1: Oh, ah. mm-hmm.
2: combining musicals and right. Shakespeare. Yeah, my favorite things.
1: Okay. Uh, Any particular part that you want to play in that or anything else? Uh, Either for something rotten,
2: either Portia or a dancing egg. Because (laughs) that would be so much fun. Um, As soon
1: as you said it, I got the vision. (laughs) Oh my God, she's going to wear a Humpty Dumpty costume. (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah, that's one of my dream shows. Um, I'd also really love to be in Rent, just the ensemble. I love that show. Just to sing that Mm -hmm. one song,
1: Seasons of Love. Oh, yeah.
2: The whole show. Yeah.
1: It's great stuff. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about that. All right. Uh, So um, (laughs) if you were the Mm Yegg and you mentioned that you would like to dabble in costuming and so forth, what would be the costume that you would come up with without making it look so traditional?
2: Oh, gosh. You might have stumped me here, Dave.
1: Uh, (laughs) mm. Well, I I tell you, uh, one of our neighbors a couple of years ago, as we're, you know, headed toward Halloween here, uh, and by the time this airs, it'll be after Halloween, but when she was pregnant a couple of years ago, she wore this all white and then a big yellow spot over her tummy Mm -hmm. and I just got such a kick out of that that was so fun but I just have the feeling you'll come up with something Do you consider yourself an imaginative person oh yes okay Mm -hmm. uh so if you imagine yourself uh five ten years from now what's going to be going on for Grace Jeldon
2: hopefully more theater that's Ah, theater has kind of been the consistent in my life and it's what I love to do
1: uh, what draws you to keep going to the next show? I mean, because you honestly haven't taken much time off this year, have you? No, not <laughs> really. <laughs>
2: um, I don't, like I said, it's just what I love to do. I love to be surrounded by people who love it, too. And it's it's really a social thing for me, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, like, don't know how to make friends if I'm not doing theater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I just, I love to tell stories, and I think one of the most special things about theater is that it really does combine so many different, like, types of art. Because, like, yes, there's acting, and if it's a musical, there's going to be music and singing, but there's also, you know, visual art in, like, the set design and the costuming and just even, like, sound design and lights. Like, it it's so multifaceted, and yeah. it just brings so much together well
1: if i recall the the uh, post that was on about uh, little mermaid
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh that kevin had put out uh, like 463 different cues oh yeah throughout that show i believe that wow <laughs> that's a lot to keep on top of yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so you've got the people that have to do that you got the actors singers uh you've got the musical directors and and mm-hmm. so forth and uh what do you like to um approach rehearsals as Do you start off with, okay, let's just kind of ease into it, or you want to go full bore right off the top?
2: I'm definitely someone to ease into it. I kind of like to get a feel for the cast and see, you know, what the director or directors are envisioning before I really start to do too much of my own work. Um, and I also just kind of like to, like it's hard for me to memorize lines before Mm. I have blocking, um, I can. It's just, it comes a lot faster when I can picture things in my head.
1: Yeah. And then especially dialogues and, you know, back and forth between everybody. And uh, Mm -hmm. you ever been in a farce?
2: Yes. Okay. Because Mm
1: -hmm. those to me are just amazing when it comes to the timing of the blocking the dialogue and uh, mm-hmm. all the all the different uh, shenanigans that go on and uh, just uh, get such a kick out of that. And, uh, you know, Old Town Dinner Theater does forces a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you auditioned there?
2: Not yet, but I am thinking about it. Okay, we'll yeah. see. There's a lot well, of you got really, that. really uh, great things happening.
1: Right, true, yes. <laughs> In this and, upcoming season. Yeah, there's no doubt about that because you've already got kind of it planned out, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> uh, So you've got that. And then uh, Monstrous.
3: Yeah. Loserous Little Theater. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They're on the tab too. Oh yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. You know, uh, I always think it's just a, a great thing if you can be so well-rounded uh, in your skill set and then so well-rounded in the places you're willing to have that skill set uh, improve and just continue your craft with. And uh, Grace, you, you do it uh, well. I'll say it with grace, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> even when you're a villain, uh, you still have a, a graceful way about you on stage and, uh, so fun to have seen you in that. Look forward to seeing you, uh, coming up with broadcast theater as well. Uh, but, uh, let's, uh, go to the other questions that we'd like to end with. And sometimes question number one means we don't have to ask the second one. When you are not part of the entertainment and arts scene, what do you like to be entertained by?
2: I, like, are you asking about, like, TV, Other inter- music? Yeah, TV, okay.
1: music, and so forth? What, uh, what trips to trigger?
2: Uh, yeah, TV and music. Um, <laughs> sometimes movies. Um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have a music taste that's kind of all over the place. Good um, for you. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Swifty um, uh-huh. I love oh my. Taylor Swift.
1: Did you get to a concert um, yet? Yes. You did? Yeah. Oh, I saw goodness. her
2: in Chicago in June. It uh-huh. was nuts.
1: How far away?
2: Oh, Chicago's like No,
1: eight. Oh. <laughs> I meant how far away from her were you? Oh, <laughs> um,
2: so I had seats in the lower bowl, actually. I was uh-huh. someone who managed to get really lucky in the absolute war that went right. on in Ticketmaster uh, back last fall. And... I got some really good seats in the lower bowl for actually reasonable price. Good for you. Yeah.
1: All right. right, So besides the person that's all over the internet and uh, NFL games right now, uh, what else do you like to listen to?
2: Um, I'm a big fan of Noah Kahn. He's kind of more like indie folk type stuff. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, um, Boy Genius, that's more like indie alternative type stuff. Um, I do listen to classic rock. I would say my favorite artists are Taylor Swift and The Beatles, so okay, that's maybe a little bit unique. Um, I love Fleetwood Mac. Um, hmm.
1: Yeah, that's the a Eagles. good one. Yeah. Oh, Eagles! See, now mm. you hit my heart. <laughs> love the Eagles. All right. Uh, so then, any other hobbies?
2: Um, I crochet on and off. Okay. I try to read as much as I can. Um, that's. Pretty much it,
1: yeah. Well, I'm surprised you actually answered that because uh, quite often, when we have people on that are as busy as you, they're always saying, I really don't have time for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's uh, <laughs>
2: that's why the crocheting is off and on, and yeah. I read as much as I can.
1: Tough to work it in, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's for sure. All right, Grace Jeldon, thank you so much for spending time to be on the Dave Holly Hour. Thank you, and we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment.
4: Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right.
0: M-O-F-F-I-T-T, or call 605-929-0964. Ladies,
1: when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463.
4: Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics inside Oscar's Mini Storage. Bisque, studio time, painting parties, and finished items are available. Visit TJS Ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls today.
2: It's the podcast that creatives in the Sioux Empire listen to so they can learn more about other creatives. It's the Dave Holly Hour.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Yes, I just have to say it because it's what I say. I'm not under contractual obligation to because it's my own show. I can do what I want. But it is always a pleasure to talk Sue Empire Arts and Entertainment. And it's always a great pleasure to welcome a new guest to the show. No one heard since before the show even started. Didn't know when we first met that she could sing like crazy. <laughs> And so we had to get her on the show at some point. Well, then she started getting involved, and she's been in so many musicals at the uh, Premier Playhouse and uh, doing a few other things, too, that Allegra Seckley just had to be on the show. How are you? I'm good. Oh, excellent. It's so good to finally get you on the show. I know. But I think we have some good timing for it.
5: It is really good timing. Yeah,
1: because right now you're not in any rehearsal yet. No, correct? No, I'm
5: taking a break for now.
1: Yeah, well, not much though. No, but you just know, a at, bit. at least the the little bit that you'll be doing in a couple of weeks yes. will be quite easy. Yeah, because you love to sing.
5: I do love singing. Yes, it's my favorite. I think my favorite pastime of all the things. Yeah,
1: and well, that's because you do it well too. Oh, thank I remember you. the first time that uh, you were at karaoke with us. It's like, oh, that should be cool. You know, back into the seats, <laughs> everybody's blown away like, oh, wow, where Nobody has she did. been hiding with this?
5: I wasn't hiding it, I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so anyway, you have been, uh, like I said, busy. I mean, I remember, uh, I think the first thing we saw you in was Mamma Mia. Yep. And you haven't had a lot of time off since then. No. Uh, you've been in the past couple of uh, performances. What's been the most fun for you to be in up to this point?
5: Oh, that's a hard one. You know, I think Little Mermaid has actually been my most fun show of all of them. Mm-hmm. It was kind of unexpected because, you know, you've watched it and you're like, hmm, right. I wonder how that would turn out on stage. But it was so much. It was a blast.
1: What yeah. do you think you brought to it?
5: Um, I think that I brought the happiness backstage, you uh-huh. know, um, every... Every day I'd just, you know, be happy. I mean, even if someone was feeling a little down, i am try to get their their ups, yeah. you know. Um, But it was really fun. It was really, really fun. Yeah, I love that a, show. That's a,
1: a great show. <laughs> yes. and You know, it's one of those things that uh, we have such tremendous talent in this community, in the arts and entertainment world. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking I've seen the greatest thing. And then I go to the next thing and that's like, well, maybe that's the best thing that I've seen yet. And then we go to the next thing. Sure enough, <laughs> it just keeps getting topped. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's fun to see. And uh, you're also uh, going to be in a couple of things with me.
5: Yes. First I'm of excited. all,
1: in, in two weeks, you are part of the Vaughties. Yes. You'll be singing again. You were part of the July show, which was a smash. Oh, it was so much fun. And uh, your your good friend, Etta, is also going to be in this show. <laughs> Yeah. Maddie Gerhardt's gonna be in this show. Betty Kay's gonna be in this show. Oh my gosh. We have music all four corners. Yes. In fact, are you and Edda gonna do some songs together? We are. We're you also are.
5: hoping to get Maddie in on a three way. Oh, so I wow. think it'll be
1: great. Oh, incredible. i I, I'm not even I was gonna sit there and say, you know, maybe you girls should, should sing this, maybe you should sing that, but <laughs> I think you, you're you on top of this, apparently. We got this. All right. <laughs> I am looking forward to that then. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the only thing that we're going to be involved in together. Uh, coming up in February, it'll be the second year in a row, of the premier premieres. Local playwrights that uh, submit their plays. It gets whittled down. They have five or six in the finals, and then it's just a play read. And then from there they choose two and we are in one of those two plays. We're in hearing. I didn't even know that you had auditioned for it. What?
5: I know. I hadn't seen you. Yeah, I was
1: I think I was on the Thursday night. Had you gone on Wednesday night?
5: I think I went on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because it's like, you know, the the cast comes out and I'm like, oh
5: wow. (laughs) Flavor's in this, too. Yes. It's my first <laughs> time getting to act with you. Yes, Yay.
1: and I'm looking forward to that. And it's also your first time of a straight play, Yeah, No Music.
5: Yes. I think I was in shock that I got in because uh-huh. I always try out for musicals. So this was just a, let me just try it. And I'm so happy I got in there. It's it's going to be wonderful.
1: Yeah, looking forward to it. It's, yeah. a, it's a great play written by Augustana professor Richard Swanson. And it's semi-autobiographical for him. It's about a hearing that he was in uh, when he was living as a young man in Pipestone, Minnesota, the first conscientious objector in Pipestone County to the Vietnam War. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And it, it's told from some great perspectives of not only of uh, him, but to also... The people, uh, such as you and I, mm-hmm. and uh, you are one of the draft board members' wives, and I'm one of the draft board members, yep. and lots of stuff going on in it, and I, I think everybody's going to thoroughly enjoy that. But what are you thinking about as you head into your first non-musical then?
5: Uh, I better remember my lines. There's no music to save me, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, That's
1: where right. I'm like, you know, I, I, um, you know, I'm just of the age that I don't remember everything anyway. Uh so there might be a lot of improv going on with those lines but I'm you know okay we'll we'll make it we'll make it through I promise you. That's See cuz we we have each other to rely on then. We do. And yeah.
5: honestly improv in like in theater ends up being some of the best things. That's true. Yes. Yeah,
1: there's no doubt about that. We also have some great people we're going to be acting yes. with. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so that's a a good thing that we're looking forward to that. But um, do you have any trepidation about getting on stage and just acting? No. You I don't? Act,
5: no, I think that I've been in enough plays now that okay. I feel comfortable. Yeah. I know what needs to happen. Right. And I just have to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you
1: get familiar with the blocking and so forth. And yes. now you don't have to dance, do you? No. Oh, thank
5: goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> the, the, the dancing and the singing, that's what always has gotten me, it's like, How do you people in these musicals do that?
5: (laughs) We learn them at the same time. I think that's the best part. If you learn the song first and then learn the song with the dance, it just becomes muscle memory. Ah,
1: Mm -hmm. okay. See, I've I've never been a part of a musical that, uh, you know, had to do anything like that. Oh, we
5: got to get you in one of them. Well,
1: (laughs) there's a time consideration thing. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I knew that... uh, I had some things happening that were going to help me be able to audition for and take on the role for a February play. Yes. If if that were to happen. Uh, Anything that would happen in December. uh, There's a guy with a white beard and a red suit Mm -hmm. that just probably wouldn't be able to do a lot of stuff. I get that. And you got to be him. Uh, You got to be. I I guess so.
5: (laughs) You got the cheeks for it. (laughs) Oh, thanks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's quotable. Yes. You got the cheeks for it, Dave. <laughs> what got you into music, into oh, acting?
5: I actually started singing when I was about three. I would say. Okay. Yep. Um, I, my family just encouraged it. Yeah. I, you know, started with some Barney songs, but we got to start somewhere, That's right? True. Yep. Yeah. And my family has always encouraged me singing. I've sung through, I want to say, all choruses from elementary to high school. Um, And after high school, I was um, like the assistant leader in our church band, which that really helped me, you know, know how to do music, Mm -hmm. work with switchboards and in-ears and all that fun stuff. And I got here and I'm like, what do I do? Is it only karaoke? I got to find something. (laughs) And actually, my friend, Doran Starnes, is uh-huh. the one who introduced me to the plays. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, God bless you, Doran. Yeah. Yeah, he's a mutual friend. Yes, and, he And uh, he's just a, a great guy anyway, but I did not know that.
3: Oh, uh, learn you learned know, something. It, yes, you do. <laughs>
1: and it was uh, so fun because, you know, like I said, you came out that first time to karaoke, and I didn't realize you're sitting there going, oh, is it only karaoke? Oh. Some of us take it seriously. Others take it way too seriously. That's me. Yeah,
5: yeah it's bad.
1: Oh, just go in and have fun. You I know? do. That's what that part is about. I do.
5: I definitely, you know, have to have a little something before I go out, but it helps. Uh-huh.
1: A little liquid encouragement? <laughs> yes. Got to yeah. get the nerves out. Uh, exactly. You know. When I used to play uh, golf, uh, a friend's father always called it a stroke smoother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I might call it that from now on. I can
5: have a stroke smoother A stroke now. smoother.
1: There we go. And, and of course, this won't happen backstage at all.
5: Oh, uh-oh. At least,
1: at least not for, you know, no. the theater groups and so forth. Now, no. now the Vaughty's, that's a little different because yes. the, the stage is right next to um, a bar.
5: You gotta do it. Yeah, I think we do. (laughs) Even if you have water, you gotta have a drink. (laughs) Have
1: you done anything at uh, Corson?
5: I have not. I wanted to actually try out for something, Mm -hmm. but since I got in the premiere, premieres, I figured it'd be a little too close. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, In fact, there was something else. It was, uh, uh, well, I think it's one of Debbie Jones's monstrous little theaters. Yes. And it's like, oh, that'd be cool. And I found out about it after I knew that I was gonna be auditioning for premiere, premieres. And and it's like, ooh, yep. I better hold off, see if I get this before I They're jump into so that. They're all so close yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, they are. Uh, so that would have been difficult. But anyway, over at uh, Mighty Course Art Players, um, there are some traditions that take place in the dressing room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you will learn about limericks
5: limericks okay oh mm-hmm. <laughs> not the limericks <laughs> mm. it's mm-hmm. coming
1: <laughs> uh all because of the uh, dearly departed mm. brian shipper uh mm. and it was one of his uh, favorite parts and uh it'll be just a, a great great time regardless yes. so those that have not been there yet will have to learn the tradition I got to uh, learn. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Uh, so obviously that's going to be cool, you know, because you'll get to experience that stage. Completely different from the Orpheum or the Belvis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. See, it's about 100. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stage isn't very big. That's okay. But it's it's a cozy little thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting up and down into the dressing room and, and off to the wings uh, could be a little tight sometimes, but it's a fun, fun place. What have you enjoyed about uh, the Orpheum as oh, a man. theater itself?
5: well as a theater itself it's very welcoming mm-hmm. they you know make sure to get um, like the sign language in for people who will have a hard time hearing mm-hmm. um I just love the environment it's very family if that makes sense very true
1: yeah, yeah. and and stylish too you know yes. they, when you get there take your tickets up there. Dressed in tuxedos, Ooh. yes, they look official, don't they? <laughs> they do. I'm always
5: scared. I'm like, I better make sure my phone's on silent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you in, in encountered any ghosts?
5: Um, No, thank goodness, okay. but I've heard some things You've about it. You've heard the tales. Oh, yes. Larry's definitely back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm happy for the ghost light, though. That saves us, I think. Yes, it does. Yes, and I do not go backstage, especially in that little hall underneath. By myself. No,
1: no. (laughs) Well, uh, one time uh, back when I when Sioux Falls had a magic club and I happened to be in it, um, we were doing a show there. And all of a sudden, this radio station comes on over the PA. Mm. It's like, how did that happen? Nobody was down in the dressing room. But that's where it was coming from. And the strange thing was, it was not a local radio station. It was from Los Angeles. What
5: in the world? Yeah.
1: Oh so, my. In, in fact, it was at Halloween time, too. So, ooh. Ooh, ooh. I yeah. got the heebie jeebies now.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. You actually use the words heebie jeebies. I use the
5: word heebie jeebies. I use shenanigans.
1: Uh, good for you. And
5: uh, my grandma liked to say gallivanting. So, I like to gallivant. Yes.
1: It's <laughs> a great one. Yes. Yeah. Gallivanting. Yes. Um, how about boy, howdy.
5: I don't
1: know about that one. Oh, that's a good affirmative one. Okay. I got You want to do that? that? Boy, howdy. Yeah. I'm
5: learning some yeah. a lot. I and, never and, said Ope until I moved here.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the, the only person, I shouldn't say the only person, but definitely the only female mm. that I've ever heard Boy Howdy come out of without me ever saying it in front of her yeah. was Betty Kay.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: She said it right here on this show. Oh, that's oh, boy, awesome. howdy. And it's like, you're kidding me.
5: <laughs> Did you just say that?
1: Yeah. I didn't know many people even actually said boy, howdy, let alone uh, it to being from, you know, because usually it's a guy, if anything, oh, boy, howdy, yeah. uh, let's go have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that type <of> thing. Uh-oh. <laughs>
5: no, I do enjoy a good beer. Yeah. Yes.
1: you have a favorite?
5: Um, I would probably go with Guinness.
1: Really? Yes, I'm you dark like the mud girl. I do. Okay.
3: <laughs> well, good.
1: Yeah. yeah. We all have our taste. You know, Maybe. that's what's great. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's great about uh, the uh, business that we happen to be in, arts and entertainment. Everybody has their own taste. That's and true. And I, I think what's been so great is to uh, see so many people take that in and not be afraid to take it in. You know, because some some communities will get shy. Let's mm. say uh, to be politically correct Uh-oh. that you know they <laughs> well we can have that here and just well open your minds yeah. yeah and you can go ahead nobody is forcing you to take something in mm-hmm. you don't have to but at least give it a shot yes. Think I about think so. it before you make your major judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, that does happen around here, but thankfully, not so much yeah, here in, very in our few. community. Yeah. yeah. Very few. Yeah. Because, you know, I think that's one of the other things that I've seen that's come along uh, that's been cool is, you know, like uh, Monstrous Little Theater that mm-hmm. Debbie Jones has, you know, they maybe do a, something a little more edgy. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, something that's going to hit uh, your, your brain on a social issue. Yes. And things along that line. And so it's been great. So you've been to Sioux Falls now how many years?
5: Uh this is year your... I've been sen- I've been here since 2016.
1: Okay. So what had you been told about it uh, in terms of arts and entertainment before you got here?
5: Before I got here I had no clue. No idea. No huh? idea. No. But I think being here now for the years I've been mm-hmm. this is a very artsy place. Yes, like it is. I've come from a big city. I used to live in Miami mm-hmm. and I know about things, but I'd be like, you know, how do I get into that here? It's much easier for you to get into it. You know, right. everyone's like, well, why don't you try out for this? Or we got this going on. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you
1: know, what comes up so often on this show are uh, two words, uh, collaboration, yes. not competition yes yeah and uh like you say you know somebody said well why don't you try out for this uh and you know like in the comedy uh comedy scene they'll help each other You yeah. know yeah. it's not a hey I, i'm sorry you know but uh, you know you're not going to be in this uh, performance and uh well you know i won by the way yeah. uh it's it's not that it's uh, somebody will take them aside and say hey have you thought about doing this show this way or move this part up here and in your set and different things. Uh, so it's just great that uh, we have the luxury of that. Yes. You know, because you maybe if you step it up, even to, let's say, Omaha. Okay. Uh, a, a little bit bigger town, probably a little more competition there. Yeah. Yeah. I could and, see that. And not so much uh let's have a group hug
5: yeah (laughs) it's a little bit bigger town for that but yeah that's
1: for sure but uh, we happen to be uh, thankful that we have it here we're thankful that you have become such a part of it so yeah and uh, so as you're looking at expanding now by going to just a straight play versus a musical yeah uh let's talk about everything in general then in terms of theater What's a play or a musical that you haven't been in that you're dying to be in?
5: Ooh, um, definitely Dreamgirls. Okay, I love Dreamgirls. Oh Um, yeah, I I actually don't want to be Effie in that point. Really? No, I feel like that would be a good person who has that like, how do you call it? Like the grunge, like the oh right, to their voice. Yes, I'm not as raspy, but I would love to see someone do that part. Yeah, and I'd love to be in that. Um, Excellent. Yes. And then otherwise, I'd have to say, probably maybe like it's hard to choose. I don't know.
1: A lot of great ones out it, there. There's, there's so
5: many sure. to choose, I know. How
1: about a part then? A particular a part, role.
5: Um, I would love to play um oh my god. Her name. Okay, don't hurt me out there, fans. Um <laughs> I would love to play, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember her name right okay. now, but she's played by Queen Latifah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, it's in Hairspray. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. She's in Hairspray. Yeah. I would love to play that part. I think oh, she's hilarious wow. in that part. It's
1: just great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Queen Latifah is awesome. Yes. Yeah, for one thing. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I like that, you know, some great answers there. So who inspires you when it comes to watching singers, actors, okay. performers?
5: Okay. Singers. I have a whole little list here. That's but okay. It's top... a
1: podcast. We don't have to worry about time. Okay.
5: <laughs> the top of the list it would definitely be Celine Dion. I mm. would love to see her live. Uh-huh. I would love to see her. That's me and my grandma's favorite singer. I've been singing her since I was like eleven, so that'd be the one for singers. Um, actors wise, I am just really happy seeing all the new actors that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Viola Davis. Oh, she's amazing. She's incredible. I don't think I can ever get that that great, but I I will attempt. <laughs> <laughs> um, she just she can take on any part and just make you fall in love with that character. Yeah. So I think I'd say that's my. Wow. Yeah, my inspiration. That's a good one. Yeah. No, not about
1: that. No. Uh, what about when you were growing up, you know, within your family and so forth, who who inspired you to not just be singing, but okay. to continue and, and want to do things with it then?
5: Oh, definitely. I can say my entire family. Wow. I have a large family. Mm-hmm. We actually just had our family reunion back in July here. Um, and it was about 200 people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I have a very large family and they are utmost the ones who root me on to continue. I think um, I'd say other than my grandma, my aunt, Lawrence, she was definitely the one pushing me all the time. She mm-hmm. would ask me to sing here, do something there. Are you going to try out um, my cousin, Nicalia, which is her daughter? Is like, are you trying out for the voices here? And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. She's like, you gotta try. And I'm like, okay, I'll do
1: it. <laughs> self-taught when it comes to the vocals or self-taught,
5: you- yeah. Wow. I've never really had many vocal lessons or anything. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'd call it self-taught.
1: Good for you. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing Thank because you. Uh, you know, I've experienced it, but and I'm sure quite a few of uh the regular listeners have, but you know, there's always the people that are Listening for the first time and going, well, what is she really that good? (laughs) Well, trust me, yes, she is. (laughs) So then, come out to the Vaudis show Thursday, November 16th at Mighty Corson Art Players Theater, 7:30. Tickets are only fifteen dollars. You can follow the Vaudis online on Facebook or go to thevaudis.com. You can buy your tickets there, otherwise at the door.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, for that. I am too. Yeah, I had a great time last time.
1: <laughs> won that an awesome show. Yes. You know, and I feel for the people that missed out on something like that. Yeah. You know, we, this will be our third show of the season. And uh the first two were phenomenal. They were fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had such great talent in the first one. And it's like, oh wow, okay, we got a lot to live up to. And then boom, sure enough, you know, we we do it again and and now when I take a look at this lineup that we have for this one coming up in two weeks, I'm like, oh my God, it's this awesome. is going to be incredible.
5: It's going to be so awesome. We yeah. have so many awesome singers and talented people, yep. and I cannot wait. Um Last time I was cracking up so hard, I think the person next to me had to like explain a couple jokes. I was like, "What's he talking about?" But it was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and then the
1: Chris Fryer will be the comic this time. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and he's a great guy. And then uh, at the end of the show, the magic of Travis Nye. Ooh. Have you seen Travis perform? I have
5: not.
1: Oh, you see, people will be blown away by the way you sing. You'll be blown away by his magic. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I love good, magic shows. Good good time, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Uh, always like to end with the two traditional questions. Sometimes how you answer number one means we might not need to ask the second one. Okay. When you're not part of the arts and entertainment world, what do you like to be entertained by?
5: Entertained by? Um, I am a Disney fan. Uh, I'm, I'm watching Marvel all day long and Star Wars. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I love video games. Yes, some people are surprised that I play video games, but okay. I play video what, what's,
1: games. What's your go-to on the video game?
5: Um, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Okay, it lets all my steam out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, but also we like to play, especially around this time, this game called Phasmophobia, and it's basically a ghost hunting game, oh, and it just keeps yeah. getting spookier and spookier. So. Um, I might play tonight. We'll see what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Uh, all right. And then the follow up uh, question is any other hobbies?
5: Oh, yes. Um. I like to sew.
1: Okay. I, yes,
5: I I usually sew my costume this year. I just put it together, but uh-huh. I usually sew it together. I've been Princess Kida. I've been Raven from. Um, DC. Mm-hmm. So I've done a, quite a couple things with that.
1: Have you ever done any cosplay at like, uh, Oh Supercon yes, definitely. Or stuff?
5: One time I was the great CMN with my husband, my, my now husband, he wasn't uh-huh. then, but, uh, he scared a child and it was great. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was great. He was just like, I'm the great CMN. And all that kid could say was, wow, <laughs> it was good. Um, I do like cosplaying. I haven't been to Supercon yet. Oh I know. My. I yeah. would really like to go, but every time I'm about to go, I'm in something. So I got to oh, remember next true. time to not do that.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Last weekend of September. Yes. This kind of Last year. weekend of September. Okay. We yep. could do that. In 2024, yeah. We can do that.
5: Um, and then another thing I like to do is I like to make little clay earrings.
1: Like, really?
5: Yes, I just started my little business here. I'm hoping to put it up mm-hmm. on Etsy here. Um, and I just make little random things. Like the first time I made little carrots and just cute little things. And then for the play for Little Mermaid, I actually gave the cast members and the crew all little charms. So some ladies got earrings or a necklace or a charm. And it
1: was, it was really cute. Lots of seashells. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. All right. Allegra Seckley. Thank you so much for spending some time on the show thank you for what you've already been in in this community thank in you. musicals and looking forward of course to hearing you on the 16th as part of the Vaudis, and then looking forward to acting with you uh next february as yeah. part of the premiere Premiers.
5: i'm so excited i
4: can't All wait right.
1: thanks again for the time <laughs> And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment.
4: Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th.
2: didn't like. Here he is, Dave Holly.
1: Thanks again to our guests, Grace Sheldon and Allegra Seckley. Most of all, thank you for listening, for the downloads, for sharing, following on social media, cups of coffee, all of that. By the way, if you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For all 203 episodes, go online at DaveHolleyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, Together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, Home is where the art is. As I say, Put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave
0: Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics Studio, Posh Boutique, The Sky and Tea, XL Chiropractic. Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and the Sioux Falls Arts Council. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show by following on Instagram and Facebook. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment.